Josh Way. And I am Jacob Stevenson. Welcome to our very first podcast. Our new venture together with Jacob is called Shutter Speed Media, which is going to be the biggest podcast on the internet, if I do say so myself. This is going to be a podcast for people in the industry of production and photography, um, interested in the automotive scene as well. We're both involved with our local car community and car community all over the country doing projects and video projects, uh, photo projects, anything and everything. And we wanted to make a podcast that was all about the work, not just cars, not just experiential stuff, but really bring really bring more information about uh, what is a pretty tight like community or pretty secret. I don't want to say secretive. What is it? What am I trying to say here? Like, of like the people that we work with or our yeah, industry. it's just like the industry. There's a lot of just unknowns. Unless you're in the industry, it, it feels like it's very detached. Like yeah. it's hard to know what's going on. And we wanted to bring uh, some of our experiences to the table, um, as well as bring in uh, great interviews from people that have been in this production industry for decades, and get their take on it, and uh, just help educate, and then have a lot of fun doing it. All right, so to get us started, we're going to talk a little bit about ourselves just so you can get to know us. Um, if you don't, if you've never met us, you obviously don't know who we are or what we're doing. So uh, we're going to give a little backstory on this first podcast, and we're going to start with Jacob. Nice. Well, uh, we wanted to create this to just kind of talk about who we are. Obviously, the first podcast has, has to explain that. Um, what is Shutter Speed Media? Um, my name is Jacob Stevenson, and I own a video production company in Minneapolis by the name of Golden Peaks Productions. You may or may not have seen some of our work. We're kind of small in the in the realm of automotive and video producers, you know. Um, but we started the company probably three years ago. This is our fourth year now. Um, and a little bit about myself. I went to college for video and film production. Um, it was actually called Electronic Media Communication with an emphasis in film which is a mouthful. Um, and in short, I didn't finish college. So I learned pretty quick that I loved, I loved working for myself and facilitating uh, relationships and, and owning projects that I got to work on. Um, and, and it kind of birthed this, that I don't want to work for somebody. I wanted to own what I'm doing, right? So that started Golden Peaks Productions. It was a name in college. It was three tiny little triangles that didn't really make sense in a color scheme of, of gray, yellow, and white. And that stuck, but our logo changed And it started times. out with a lot of ski videos, right? It did. So, I mean, filming for me started even sooner than college. In high school, I was a competitive freestyle skier. You'd have to make your sponsor videos. You send it to ski manufacturers, clothing companies, resorts to try to get free stuff to try to get, you know, sponsored. Um, and that was kind of the beginning of my editing and my filming. Um, and from that... Again, long story short, I got injured, I stopped competing, went off to college, but I stayed in touch with the people that I did ski with and started making their edits. So a lot of my first college work was ski stuff, and then I bought my first BMW and started just filming car stuff, put the cheapest car Why, uh, what got you interested in BMWs? Why BMW first? Um, BMW first. It'll be a reoccurring theme over the existence of Shutter Speed Media that I like BMWs and, and Josh likes Porsches. <laughs> but, it happens. Um, I got into BMWs because they're built well. And people who don't know cars look at BMW like, oh, you fancy, you rich, rich, right? But a BMW, the one I bought was like $2,000, and it was a piece. 
and it was Peace it was <laughs> it was spray painted in the back because it was rusty and a guy fixed it with bondo and i put put 19s and slammed cheap coilovers on it right? no i never saw that one i think you sold that before i met you really okay i think well, i can so. show pictures of it but yeah it was black 323 ci i sold it because i actually tore the subframe out of it doing burnouts it was a manual with my open diff you tore the subframe out out of the unibody it literally like like dropped out. out yeah oh wow and so i sold it to a kid on craigslist for a thousand bucks and he drove it back to iowa how without without a, three of the four subframe points were beneath the unibody like so i assume out. it was like making some unholy Lots noises of clunking. every time you you know power would hit the drivetrain you'd hear the whole thing flex and it snap back and oh. go, <laughs> it was pretty yeah, bad that but anyway Anyway. That was very much the intro to the car world, meeting people at Cars and Coffee and what have you in Minnesota. Yeah. How did you get more into, uh, like, the production sales you're at? Kind of now, like, you're making really automotive, like, commercials. Where, when, when did that, like, become a direction to go? I started, um, I mean, if we were to shout out a couple buddies, we've got Zwing Films. I got into the car world, started looking at car YouTube videos, and his was the first channel that I found. Super engaging shooting, editing, and cuttings, transitions between shots, and I was like, oh, that's cool, right? And I started getting introduced to these people with these cars, and I was like, I wonder if I could do that. And it began with just making cool car videos for me, um, and then it turned into meeting people who owned shops or who owned automotive-related businesses in Minneapolis. And it was like, hey, here's what I do let me make something for you. And it was a lot of free work to start. Um, but again, I realized that I'd, I'd rather go and find my own work than work for someone, right? It feels good to, to say, yes, I made that commercial versus, you know, I work for the company that made that commercial. And you established your style, you established, uh, you know, a good quality to your work and mm -hmm. the rest is kind of history. Yeah. At this point, I we've think got a long I, way to go. I but. lucked out a little bit. There was, um, Almost no one, maybe one other that everybody knows in Minnesota is Eric Bloom, was kind of the automotive video guy. Um, and actually in college, I interviewed Eric Bloom for a project. Like, dude, how did you make it? Right? Like, Eric Bloom, you've made it and I want to be you. And so that's pretty funny because now we work together and we've done trips and he works in the automotive industry still and does video content creation. But Yeah, not just for, uh, automotive stuff, but all of the He does a lot, things, yeah. But very but. good work. Um, and I met you, we met, um, I think it was crown rally, right? Was it probably second crown rally? Well, 2016 was my first year and you were with crown rally prior cause you know them. Or right. knew them. I met Justin before the first rally. Did you go on the first one? I was on the, like, not like the first, friends? first one. The, okay. the, like they had a private one that was just like them. Mm -hmm. The first public one I was on it with Justin, I was doing unpaid and I just went because I wanted to go and, um, get to know everyone. And I obviously saw a future there, but I met you, I think on the next one, you were hired to do video, right? Yeah. 2016 was our first year. Um, and I think it might've been a pre-party. No, I know what our first shoot was. Our first shoot was with the white, GTR at Creative Colors old studio. Remember, and it was Grady's, and I hadn't met you, but you do photos, and I was like, oh, nice, like I get to work with Josh. Okay. And back then, I thought you were. Uh, I thought I, you had made it. The sad part is, I really did not like the photos from that day, but that's okay. I don't know why. I, sometimes you have bad days, sometimes you have good yeah, days, I guess, but I do not like looking back on my old work. Yeah. So that's how we met, and we've just kind of worked our way into more jobs together, and mm -hmm. then we hire each other for 
when we need assistance and things like that. And yeah. we've now got to this point where shutter speed media exists. Well, for the last two years, we've been taking on photo and video jobs, but subcontracting each other to do it, you know? Um, and we've also found that selling our services together to the same client is even better than subcontracting each other. Right. So we're like, what's next? You know, what's how do next? we combine our forces? And here we are doing a podcast together for the yeah. first time. Today is, what is today? The 5th? Today is May 5th, 2020. Mid-coronavirus pandemic. We're, uh, we're doing this, so. I mean, that's a little bit about me. We are obviously going to keep revealing things that we do and more about ourselves, but let's hear what Josh does. And, and I know a little bit about his story, but tell me how you got started in the car world, because you are four years older than me, five yeah. years older than me. Nine, uh, yeah, I'm 20. I'm 30. I'm shooting. Oh I'm 30 God. now. I just turned 30. I just turned 25. But uh, I don't know. Tell, tell me about you. Um, yeah, no. So I, I'll start at the beginning. I'm from Ely, Minnesota, which is a tiny town in northern Minnesota. Um, not much happens there other than fishing and tourism for the Boundary Waters. And I was pretty sure I was the only car guy in that town. And um, at least one that was interested in European cars. So there was a number cars? of Mustang guys in town, whatever. But um, when I bought my first car, my first European car when I was 17, and I bought it myself. I worked hard and I earned the money and I went and bought it with, uh, you know, my parents were generous in giving me part of the loan, but um, I paid it back. Deal. And I bought a 2006 Mini Cooper. It was hyper blue. It was five-speed manual, and it was awesome. I loved minis at the time, and you that had, kind of you had two of those minis, though, didn't you? I have had two. Yeah, they were both 2006s, and they're both the same color. But the, uh, the second one was an S model, so it came okay. with 100, uh, 165 horsepower versus 115 in the Cooper. Um, but I couldn't afford an S at the time, so I I got a Cooper, and I I loved it, and I started taking photos of that just kind of casually in my driveway in the area around Ely. And uh, it's pretty woodsy around there, so not a lot of, like, cool urban stuff. But, um, yeah, so that's kind of, like, where my car photography um, career began, my my, my uh, mini in my driveway. Um, started to learn how to light cars, and, and by the time I moved down to the Twin Cities and um, that must have been 2009, no, yeah. 2010, late 2009, I moved Dang. down to go to Hennepin Technical in Eden Prairie to do a photography associate's degree, uh, learn a little bit more about photography. And they did, uh, they did a good job there. I think that, uh, art cannot be taught, but they can teach you the technical stuff. Mm-hmm which I learned how cameras work and like lighting and, and angles of light and how everything relates together. And, um, it was, it was, it was good. It was luckily not that expensive because I really like everyone that I went to school with no longer does photography because they, it's actually hard to make a living doing this. Um, but I learned what I had to and I moved on and I kept shooting photography with cars as best I could, like you did too. I, I did what I had to at the beginning. I shot a mm-hmm. lot of free work. I just, I tried to experiment with a lot of new ideas and, and I still do. But um, back then, I remember distinctly hearing my teachers come to me and saying, Josh, I don't think this is going to work out as well as you want. 
Like your they, teachers didn't believe in you? My own teachers didn't the believe in me. Difficult. That, that car photography okay. is, is a thing. They, yeah. they didn't even believe it was like a thing because they were all portrait or commercial photographers. But I'm like, no, like you don't understand. Like there's a market for car photography. Like, right. you know, there's the cars are a huge industry. So we have an interesting story because my what, what, what should have been my junior year of high uh, college, I took the class called Senior Project. Um, and for this, I kind of, I knew that I hated doing long form film, like trying to tell a story and character development over an hour or a 22 minute TV show. Um, and so I approached them and said, Hey, I want to make commercials. And when I turned in the project, they all said, commercials aren't going to make you money. Like you need to go into the film industry to be a filmmaker, right. And to, and to be on the next star Wars or, you know, what have you. Okay. But I was like, no, I want to make commercials. And specifically I want to make commercial content about cars. And it's interesting to hear you say that because, yeah. you know, here, here we are doing it. Right. It does. It's, yeah, the, the universe works in mysterious ways, you know, it brings people together. But um, there's definitely an industry here and a lot of people are in it. And um, the, the, the trick is standing out and getting, getting real work that actually pays bills. Uh, Josh, why don't you tell me about kind of your goals and your aspirations with Dynamic Photoworks? I started uh, Dynamic Photoworks about 10 over 10 years ago, wow. I was, uh, I was like, yeah, 19 or whatever and wanted to do photography. And I thought dynamic photo works sounded cool. Cause at the time there's a lot dynamic. of photographers I knew that were calling first, first name, last, last name, name photography yeah. Jinx. and I wanted to sound more commercially. So I went with an idea that, you know, whether I like it now or not, I, I don't know. Um, but it, it's what I'm sticking with and I, works is w-e-r-k-s because i thought that sounded cool in yeah. german yeah. like like motor, motor works. works like yeah. bavarian motor works. Well, that's interesting you say that you might not like or not like your name because i don't know how i feel about golden peaks productions it's it's yeah. something that i was adopted so long ago well the that issue, it's known now but i don't it's, it's, the yeah. issue that i run into though is is i get a lot of people that don't associate dynamic photo works with joshua or they don't know right so i'll meet a lot of people at car shows or on commercial jobs and they're like Oh, you're Joshua. Oh, I'm, I know oh, dynamic yeah, photo works, yeah. but like you're Joshua. Oh, Interesting. Like, so I run into like people, the aha moments a lot. And I, I feel like name association is very difficult That's, for a company that doesn't have his name on it. Okay. Like, well, I'm personally. jealous of that issue because I actually, one of my pet peeves in this world is thinking of Golden Peaks Productions as, oh, that's Jacob with a camera, you know, sure. I have, I seem to have the opposite issue where it's like, Oh, you know, Jacob with a camera. He owns that, uh, what's it called? Golden Peaks Productions, Golden Peaches. I get that on the phone a lot. I don't know if I mispronounce it or whatever. <laughs> Nine times out of 10. So what's your email? And it's like, okay, it's going to be Jacob at goldenpeaksproductions.com. Like, um, Golden Peaches? I don't know. Maybe hearing back in this. this That's not as bad as, uh, hear, as Mr. Highway there. <laughs> My name is H W A Y. Somehow people are like, is that Highway? Highway? That's if crazy. anything, it's Huey. Which is what it is. Or just way. Or just way, which I say to people, that's the easiest way to say it. But Yeah, but... You know, I get that. So that's sort of the thing I've faced with my name as Dynamic Photoworks. But started it 10 years ago and been doing a car photography kind of on a personal level as for private owners of cars or, or in the early days I was doing weddings and portrait. But um, realized quickly that's not my cup of tea. Yeah, same. Um, and when I started shooting more cars and getting some small local jobs with like businesses, mm -hmm. I realized quickly that the commercial direction was 
where I was kind of meant to be. I like coming up with a, a branding direction and mm-hmm. helping people with their with their style and and really establishing um, solid work that will work for advertising. And correct me if I'm wrong, you really like the automotive industry and you want to stay automotive focused if possible. I, yeah, the cars, there's the, like I said, when I was 17, I got my first car, mm-hmm. my first car I wanted, right. um, like the fire for, for the automotive scene was, was lit. I, I had, I love cars. I mean, I grew up reading the magazines, but then when I became real and I was driving, it became even, even more so. And, um, my only regret is like not learning more mechanics early on. It's sure. just, I didn't grow up in a household of like car people. So yeah. I, it's been all me trying to figure stuff out. I put in my first suspension into my car and just learning as I went. And, um, I'm by no means a very good mechanic still, but I do try, um, You're what I call a YouTube mechanic, right? Huh? You're a YouTube yeah, mechanic. Definitely. Definitely a YouTube mechanic. My my Bentley manual for my Mini helped me out many times when I got stuck or or uh, just lost in the, under the hood of, of my Mini. Yeah. Um, but I do remember my first car before the Mini was actually a 1979 Toyota Celica Liftback GT. Mm. And that car was purchased new. 1979. And that was a pretty cool looking car for the for the time. Toyota. Is that the one with the round bug eyes or is that even before that? This that had the, the round. No, this one had round bug eyes in okay. 1970, yep. which my we also had a one of. My grandpa bought both the cars new. Interesting. Um, in 1970, they changed the to four square headlights. I had the last, like the, the oh, four okay, round okay. headlights. Yep, yep. But anyway, once upon a time when I was trying to be a mechanic early on, I did an oil change on that car, and things went bad, <laughs> really bad. Um, I think we all have that story. Yeah, so... I'm a, I'm a millennial, and my first car was an early 2000s Tahoe, which is basic, you know. Um, but my parents kind basic of gave it like, to me. Basic, like, like cool basic? Like, basic? Well, it was maybe the modern-day basic of what is now the white girl likes her Starbucks and a Jeep Wrangler with the top off. Like, that's basic. <laughs> Except now rewind this back to 2000 when the Tahoe with the Vortec V8 motor was cool. You know, all I wanted was the blacked out emblems and straight pipes. So I got under with a saw when my parents were out of town, cut it <laughs> out. And I went and bought just just two and a half inch metal conduit from Menards and hung it with coat hangers. And I remember Ooh. I took a sledgehammer and I would cut slits in the top and bottom of each pole. And I would slightly widen one end and, and bend in the other end. And then I would take the hammer and pound the metal together. <laughs> So that it would, you know, I didn't have a welder and I didn't want to in ask. In Jacob's him, I just mind, okay, it. so what was going through Jacob's mind right <laughs> yep. here is he's thinking, I this is going to be exhaust. the best sounding thing yes. in Woodbury. Um, actually, though, there was a lot of exhaust leaks and it just sounded like, it just sounded ratchet. I don't know, you know, like from the headers back, there was hole after hole after hole and, and wide open throttle was just like pots and pans clanking together and there was... <laughs> Just no nothing yeah. good to it, but that's 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 not destroying a car like I did, but it's pretty close. <laughs> it's so pretty close. on my Celica, I did an oil change and made the classic mistake of replacing the um, oil ring on the drain plug. Mm-hmm. Except I, the old one was still like stuck on. <laughs> I didn't like know it. Stuck to the oil pan. Stuck to the oil pan. So I put the new oil plug with the new ring, ring on there. So in fact, there was now two oil rings. 
and I screwed it in and I started it up and I took it right on a test drive and I made the mistake of not looking underneath the car real quick, make sure there's no leaks. Yep. <laughs> and I went on about a two mile little drive just to get it warmed up. Yep. And at the turnaround point at mile one, I started seeing a line of oil the whole route I had just come. And I'm thinking, now was that there before? Or was that from my car? So I go about another half mile and I'm realizing that's my oil that I just put in. And I turn off on a road. And right that moment, I started hearing. Knock, knock, knock. Knock, knock, knock. <laughs> uh, bearings being obliterated, and my engine was effectively blown up. That's, so. And then it sat in the field for a long time, didn't it? Sat in the field for like, yeah, like 10 years before my parents uh, scrapped it because it was in their field. So. <laughs> One of their 400 acres. Yeah. They got rid of it, and I was very sad because I had always dreamed of uh, rebuilding it, making it like kind of a resto mod car because the, the Celicas were actually very rare and very cool because... They all they, were. they all rusted, right? Because all those years of Toyota were really poor metal. Yeah. So there really aren't a lot of those Celicas around, and uh, it was sad to see gone. That's crazy. I'm a, I won't name the owner, but there's an owner. Um, let's say three three years ago, it was a twin turbo Lamborghini Gallardo, um, and I hit him up on a whim for a project for school, right? Because this is still back when I'm in college. It was actually this story about. Um, I had drafted it in my screenwriting class, and it was this kid that wanted to take his dream girl to prom, right? But he didn't know how to do it, so he's going to try to get this really cool car, go pick her up, blah, blah, blah. And so I needed these shots of this really cool car driving on the road. And uh, we took the car out, and we're out getting our shots, doing our B-roll. We've got the drone. We've got the rolling shots we need. We've got kind of the static shots because you always need, like, establishing shots of the car, this and that. We're cruising back home from the shoot, back to his place. And these two Evos, both white, you know, Evo X's, clapped out, whatever you call that, just just flies by, you know. And, and this guy's like, no, I don't think so. Evo tens, like Evo tens, yeah, yeah, you know, whatever, whatever people are modding hard these days. Um, and he was like, nope, nope, they can't beat me, they can't beat me. So he downshifts this twin turbo Lamborghini Gallardo, probably we were rolling 40, 50, so maybe all the way down to second gear, just punches it, and it's like, and it's this pull that I've never felt because I think he was. 1100 on pump gas possibly it was a a ugr stage two uh underground build and and it just starts pulling and it starts pulling and i put my camera down i just like hang onto the seat and i just i have no concept of this kind of speed because i'm just like i drive a 323i do you get tunnel vision with a torn yeah just straight tunnel vision and he's over there like straight flexing you know just like flying this is nothing i look over and the gauge is past 180 185 190 and then he lets off and i was just like Holy cow, you know, until, I mean, that's the fastest I've gone in a car. Wasn't driving. It's still kind of an unreal thing. We flew by the, the Evo X's like they were standing still. Yeah. You know, and I wasn't filming anything, so that's kind of sad, but. Yeah. Those high horsepower, like, cars are just mad. I've yeah. ridden in a number of thou- plus thousand horsepower cars, and if you haven't, you really have no idea what it's, the it, experience is like, because as a passenger. Yeah. It's Everything different. feels faster as a passenger. And, 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 and I'm saying control. it's like if you're not like driving, if you don't have your hands on a wheel, you, you, you as a result, you just kind of sit there and you get this tunnel vision. And mm-hmm. tunnel vision, to describe it, is feels like when in the Millennium Falcon they punch it to hyperspeed <laughs> and it goes into this tunnel. That is literally the way it feels. It feels like everything around you is a blur and all mm-hmm. you can focus on is it's, like the horizon pinpoint where it's like steady 
and it is so fast. Yeah, yeah I remember that experience in a twin turbo, uh, like 1500 horsepower GTR. Okay, I felt that same feeling in a 1500 horsepower pro charged Ford GT, yeah, um, and a couple of twin turbo Vipers that a friend of mine That's owns. That's really cool. It's wild, yeah. wild speed. Yeah. I, I mean, the work that we do with the automotive world, one of its perks is, for whatever reason, you know, these owners are very trusting of us with their cars. And I don't know about you, but I've been handed keys to some some crazy cars. And, and not necessarily, you know, high value, but let's say high horsepower, high modded. You know, and these things, it's, it's such a joy to experience everyone's car very differently built, right? Right. You know, two people could have the same idea for a certain kind of car. Right. Um, you put them side by side, they look the same, you drive them, they could be totally different. Now that said, I have to put it in there, is we don't recommend driving other people's very valuable cars. Definitely Unless not. you're named insured because yes. you don't want to be that guy. Yep. There's, there's some horror stories out there in the industry. Luckily, we, none of them are with us. <laughs> luckily, but we also have good insurance. But now we have insurance, yep. and now we've got some extra coverage if we're in someone else's car or yes. whatever. But or we're driving them or what have you. Yeah, There's definitely whole nother don't level crash of someone else's car. <laughs> That'd be a <laughs> bad I, day. I can say confidently I have not crashed someone else's car, but I can Come say... Close. I, <laughs> we could talk about that on another day. But Maybe another episode. We, I will tell you... We could talk about crash stories on the, the crash stories. Okay, okay. I did blow up uh, a Mach 4 Super Transmission once, and that was a client of mine. And that was a difficult phone call. Wait, say that again? I, a Mach 4, Toyota Supra. Mm. You know, like everyone, 2JG, single turbo swap, blah, blah, blah. Are you saying blah. Mach, like M-A-C-H? Like, like Mark, Mach, Mark. I've heard it all the same way. Which Definitely <laughs> Mark, M-A-R-K. Okay, like well, let's Mark. let's Mark 4, Toyota Supra. Or you could say right. like Mark, like... Mark 4. The European race, like M-A-U-Q-U, whatever. How about the M-K... One one one. That's that's like the abbreviation for <laughs> Mark M A R K. Okay. Well, Mark Four Toyota Supra. This guy had it built single turbo swap two JZ. Uh, was rolling boost second gear and it just exploded. Um, so that was a difficult conversation, but a great memory. I yeah. Put down put down a lot of miles in a car that was terrifying. Yeah. We've got a lot of stories, um, even from our short number of years in. The industry as a car guy, as uh, as production people, videographers, photographers in this in this mm-hmm. car scene, we're I think we're both very grateful to be where we are right now, and we're both excited for what the future holds. But um, as far as like stories, yeah, there's there's been a lot of them, and it's a lot of it is due to just the awesome people we get to meet and mm-hmm. the graciousness of some of these car owners that either let us ride in some of their wild cars or sometimes let us drive. And yeah, please give us your feedback. Um, email us or hit us up on social media you can reach out on our website we have a contact page you know we're always looking to collaborate uh, with car owners for commercial projects inside the real world of our professional work Uh, we're also looking to collaborate with people to create cool uh, episodic ideas for the shutter speed series so we're here today just because we love this industry and we love what we do and we love sharing it with anyone who's interested and that's part of what shutter speed is going to be and we are here to you know, shed more light on what happens behind the scenes and bring our listeners and our, our watchers, whoever is going to watch our videos, uh, with us to see how we set up shots mm-hmm. um, and learn more about cameras, learn more about framing, learn more about just the technical aspects we face, mm-hmm. um, as well as bring more and more people in on this podcast to chat. Um, we have some guests 
some guest interviews we have lined up and yeah. we're really excited to share that all with you guys all you listeners women not your listeners that sounds weird men, everyone men. <laughs> we'll start over we're yeah. really excited to share all that with with our listeners yeah um, i mean i think that neither josh or i would would have had the opportunities we did without the people in the in the car community specifically to where we live but we've done you know videos in california and other places that are very car oriented um, and kind of the idea behind shutter speed is to reconnect maybe with those original people or create new opportunity for people in the industry to work with us, to learn with us, you know, cause we're learning on every new project. We, we run into an issue and we have to figure it out. Um, a lot of gaffers tape. A lot of, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of gaffers tape. And bring everyone new along the way and keep it interesting. And we have a lot of surprises and a lot of fun stuff ahead. We are really, really excited about what's going to happen in the future here with this brand and with, uh, with our listeners and uh, anyone we get to work with. So a few things we have coming up, though, um, I can't say uh, too much yet because a lot of things are still in the works, in the works and still being planned, so we can't reveal yeah. too much. But a few things we are planning is a small video series yeah. that is Shutter Speed we, that we are creating ourselves, and we plan to bring you guys along for the journey. Um, obviously you're listening to our podcast. This is going to be a regular thing where we are, uh, bringing people on and talking about, um, basically the videos you're going to see. We're going to break down all the videos you're going to see and, uh, uh, on this podcast. And we have, uh, big plans for what shutter speed is going to become. And we're really excited. Mm-hmm. So one hint though is coming up next. Josh and I create a lot of content on our own time. And part of the idea behind Shutter Speed was like, how do we display this? How do we take ownership? And how do we do this work together without it being, you know, only a dynamic or only Golden Peaks in partnership? So um, I know the winter's gone now, but we filmed with uh, an old Porsche in the winter. And, and it was It was jumping. pretty epic. I think we jumped the Porsche about 20 feet. Right, that's all we can say right now, probably. But uh, we've got some exciting things with the owner of that Porsche. Kind of, he's going to come on and be interviewed, and we're going to talk about that video, which will be released Mm -hmm. soon. And we've got some, you know, behind the scenes content of how we created said video. So, uh, along with podcasting, we're trying to connect our videos to our podcast and our podcast back to our videos. But we also want to hear from you guys as listeners. You know, like, what do you want to see? And we want to try to create things that, you know, that you're excited about, too. And so, get your feedback, too. Yeah, and we'd love feedback, you know. Uh, you can always reach out to us. Our emails are jacob or josh um, at sspeedmedia.com. So, yeah, that said, uh, we're very excited for the future. And thank you guys for listening to our very first podcast. And-